The Shia of Tanya for Yud Gimel Tevis, the 13th day of Tevis, begins on page 26 with the words Achine Ksivul Oim, and it ends on page Yudalet with the words Av Azo So previously the Alter Rebbe brought down in the beginning of the Perik that the place where the Nefesh Alekis, the Nefesh Abhamis rests, is mainly in the left side of the heart and from there it expands into the rest of the body and the place where the Nefesh Alekis rests is in the Moichin and from the Moichin it spreads out to the rest of the body and into the right hand side of the heart so one may think that each one is happy to uh, be in their uh, position uh, the Nefesh Elikis does its things, the Nefesh Abahamis does its thing, and uh, and each one is, is, is happy just to expand themselves. So the Alter Rebbe begins, as the Rebbe explains this, Ach, however, that it's not that each one is satisfied just doing their thing and doesn't take an interest what the other party does. Because This is a Pasik when Rivka was carrying the uh, Yitzchak, and, uh, Yaakov and Esau in her womb and she went asking that that inside they were uh, battling each other. So it says that that there's going to be a struggle uh, a wrestling constantly between one nation and the other, between Yaakov and Esau, which represents in the spiritual level the battle that takes place between Yaakov and Esau, that's the Nefesh Elikis and Nefesh Abahamis. So we hear that they're actually wrestling, it's not like Esau does his thing and Yaakov does his thing, the Nefesh Elikis does his thing and Nefesh Abahamis does his thing, but they're constantly wrestling. Because the reason why they're wrestling is because they're wrestling for control over the human body. Kihaguf Nikro Irkitana. For the body is called a small city, and the battle goes goes on over who can conquer, who can take control over the city. Just like we have two kings. By example, that are waging war over a, city, a certain city. Each one uh, wants to conquer it. Um, to conquer the city means that first you're taking the other uh, the other party away. You're conquering it. That you're taking over. You are the one that's becoming the ruler over the city. And then, once you conquer it, once you become in charge, then then you can actually king over it. What does it mean that you king over it? That is to say, So then, you lead its inhabitants as you wish. So first you conquer it, you become in charge. So there's nobody else in charge. You sort of chase away and you conquer, you take over, 
you become the ruler. And once you take over, then you dominate, you king, and you put down the rules. So that the people, the inhabitants of the city should listen to the rules as the king of and everything that he decrees of them. So, there is the war, who is going to conquer, who is going to take over the city, and once you take over the city, then you run the city. So likewise, in the example, the two souls, the godly soul, and the chiyunis, habahamis, and the living animal soul, which is from the klippa. So the godly soul and the klippa soul, so they are at war. They're waging war one with the other. Al-Haguf, over the body. That is the city. And all of its limbs. So they're waging war for the body and all of its limbs. Who should be uh, in control? Who's, who's conquering? Who does it belong to? Shahalek, he's the godly soul. Her desire and want is that she alone should be the dominating. Wants to be kaivish is that she is the only one that's dominating the body. Uman Higosa and leads the body. So Moshel, that's the kibush, that to be kibush, Uman Higosa is to lead it to know to set down the rules. And all the limbs should be listening to her rules according to the instructions of the Nevshalikis. And not only listening to her, but they should be totally uh, nullified, subjugated towards her totally. Uh, so not only uh, do they listen to her, but they should listen to her in a way that they're totally subjugated, uh, so that they don't even... It's not even a question that they have any other desire, so that they're totally nullified to and a chariot to her. And again, we want to express a real level of subjugation of bittel. We use the lotion of Merkova because, like a chariot, doesn't have any uh, will where to go. The horse pulls it, the chariot goes. Which means the description, the person follows totally. Um, what the nefesh is, the body is no resistance, it's not like there is resistance and yes it listens but it follows, it's a totally bittle, it's a bittle in the level of Merkava towards the nefesh elikis, that's what the nefesh elikis wants, so it wants to be in charge and control, and it wants to be so much in control that it listens to it immediately how does this take place, what does it mean it means v'yiyu levush it wants that the body should be a garment for its ten levels, the ten godly levels, and its three garments of Machshava Dibra Maise that Hanis Korim Lilda mentioned earlier. It wants it all to dress up in the limbs of the body so that the 
ten powers of the nefesh alikis and the three bodies of the uh, three levushim, three garments of nefesh alikis, they should come down and use the limbs of the body. The body should be full of them. The yi haguf kuloi mole mehem levado, and the body should be full from them, and only them. So it's not only that at times they should fill the body, but it should be levadam, only full of them. That means that they should have perfect control, that the entire body is only an expression for the nefesh eleikis, veloi ziaver zor betoicham. And a stranger, meaning not the nefesh eleikis, doesn't even pass through them in the lips. Chaz v'shalom gadshom. What does this mean more specifically? It means the Hainu that is, that the class, Moichin Shabarosh, the three sections of the Moichin which is in the, in the head. So, just like there is the three powers of Chokhmah bin Adas in the Nefshalikis, there is the three physical counterpart within the Moichin and the receptacle and the ability of the person to think which is in the person's head, the, the physical head with the ability to think, in which the godly dresses up. Because what happens is they all intertwine together. The nefesh alikiz chachmabinadaz with the moichin of the head of chachmabinadaz with the physical brain, it becomes all is all unified. So we want that these tlos moichin shabereish, these three uh, sections of the brain that is in the head, which is the part of the chachmabinadaz yiyumimuluoyim, they should be filled. They should be filled with the level of which is in the godly soul. What is of the godly soul? That is the wisdom of Hashem and its understanding, meaning grabbing the idea and then articulating it. And that is, and the article in the greatness that has no investigating, and there's no end to his greatness, and then to use that understanding to create from this, uh, through the third section of the moichin, the level of das, by meditating, deeply thinking and focusing on there, to creating hayira, the fear first first the fear from Hashem in his mind, and then and then till the fear of God will come mamash in his heart as we explained earlier in the third Perik that once one, when a person meditates and deeply thinks in the greatness of Hashem, first in his mind there is created what we call the expression of Yira and which is still like something which is an expression from far and then eventually it comes down in his heart which is a Pachat, the Pachat is a felt, which is a heartfelt uh, fear um, that all comes from 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 Hashem, and then this will also bring the level of Avas Hashem and also the love of Hashem will be like a burning flame in his heart, and this is all through the meditation and his deeply thinking about the greatness of Hashem, like the flames, like the sparks of the flame. So that his soul should want to 
would desire and expire, would desire and want the totally with all of his heart and all of his soul, which are the three levels of so he wants it all to take him over uh, totally, that his heart should be totally uh, encompassed with that. And this should all be from the depth of his heart, uh, which is in his uh, right ventricle. Because, as mentioned before, the hispashtus uh, of the moichin, of the nefesh alikis, is to the lev ha is to the right ventricle of the heart. And he wants it to be in such a way from the depth of his heart, so that his inside should be in Shirashirim Gimel Yud, is the Ave, that it should be totally plastered, it should be the whole fully with that love, it should totally encompass. And that should be mole, it should be full. And not only full, but the Gaddish. It should also overflow. So that means that it should be so much level of love in his right hand side is so full to the extent that still the nefesh kiss, but it overflows until it also expands into the left ventricle. That also the left ventricle to the left to subdue the other side, the desires from the other side from the Khalas Moli for the Nafshabamis, you say the the element of the bad waters that is in it, the element of the four from the four elements. So we said it has the Mayim Haroim, which creates all Taivas, Shehi Ha Taiva which is the desire that comes from Klipas Naiga. That Taiva for self indulgement and self fulfillment, he's going to subdue it. Now what is he gonna subdue it? That Lishanoisa He's going to subdue it, that it shouldn't desire anymore those physical desires. And he's going to change it, and to turn it around, from the pleasures of this world to the love of Hashem. So that instead of the nefesh abahamis desiring and wanting physical matters and self indulgement from klipas noiga just for self fulfillment, it now he changes it around and it's spilled over from the right side and now it wants godliness. Like the Pasik says, with all your heart, instead of writing the the extra vase is a remez that it should be that it should be with both your inclinations. So which means that the inclination that the Yetzir Hora had for bad now, he still has the Yetzer, he has the inclination, but the Yetzer, Yetzer no more wants bad, but he turned around to wanting to good. Because the uh, power of the Nefesh HaBahamis for desire, 
was expressed in self-indulgement because it comes from Klippas Neiga. But when you turn it over, you turn it around, and you have the nefesh and the kids spill over into the cholol ha'asmol nefesh ha'bahamis, where the nefesh ha'bahamis rests, so you still are using that force of desire, that force to want, but instead of wanting to indulge in Gashmis, now it wants to indulge and uh, it wants and it has a desire for godliness. So you're using that force from the Nefesh HaBahamis, but it's not used for the force of what it originally wanted, but now it wants godliness. And that is, that level of desire that comes from the other side is a greater desire than it is from the right ventricle, just from the Nefesh kiss itself. And the Rebbe says, V'hainu, and that is, he should be elevated and he'll come and he will reach to a level of great love and a more dearness a greater dearness than the level of the burning fire like a sparkling fire before we talked about when we said of the fire of the Nefesh keys, we used the lotion of Kirish Peish it was a powerful fire but here we're talking about an Avarabba which even supersedes which is even greater because now we employed also the desire and the taiva of the Nefesh Abahamis, which also wants Bechalavavcha, also wants now godliness. So we harnessed the Rav Tzvuz we took the uh, powers of the Nefesh Abahamis, and we utilizing it in the service of Hashem.